Johnny, that's better than most. How about him? That is better than most. Better than most! The return to glory. Not a sponsor. <laughs> not a sponsor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not so, going to share what it is. Then we'll talk about. Let's talk about nutrition um, in an upcoming episode. That's not on the plans today, but that just came to mind as I peel my orange. And I know I had an orange in hand on the last podcast as well. And I got some grapes and tea here as well as my my green shake. We're just going to disclose it as that for now. But um, wait, what? Just what is it? What is it? Yeah. <laughs> It's green. It's green. It's a shake. Yeah, but you're some kind of mystery. Like, what, what is it? Well, they paid Tim Ferriss and Joe Rogan, so they might as well pay me until I say their name. Oh, is it uh, on it? No. Good guess, though. Oh. Okay, well, you're giving us a mystery, but uh, what's up, man? How you been? It's been a couple of weeks. A little bit. Yeah, a little time between the last episode. We're trying to schedule things here and there, but schedules haven't matched up. Um, also. I saw your boys are, are uh, first in your division. Yeah, we're ranked number one. <laughs> You're just going to shrug that off? That's pretty dope. It's nice. It's, it's awesome. I'm pumped. I was really excited to see it, but the last time we were ranked number one was when I was a junior there. We got, we finished like terribly. I think we got like fourth or fifth place in our, our home tournament at Springfield. And the golf week rankings came out like two days later that Wednesday. And they hadn't accounted for our home tournament yet, but they ranked us at number one and so like we just we really celebrated it and we were pumped about it and you know what we didn't hold on to the ranking very long and i think that year which was yeah my junior year we got what did we finish i think we finished like 13th in the national championship it was like a dud like we we should have finished a lot better like i didn't have a very good final round um, and the team just, we like, we made the cut by like a couple strokes. No, we just really didn't make a move on day three and four. Um, so just recalling that it's like, yeah, like awesome. Like we got ranked number one this week and hopefully we, we get ranked number one in the coaches polls after that. And we hold on to, uh, onto the ranking all the way to the national championship and just like seal the deal, you know, like sprint through the finish line. But I know like we just started the season on Monday, last Monday, today's the 27th. So we started on the 20th and, um, I know like everyone's been working in the off season and preparing for the season, but yeah, I mean, we got a long way to go till, till middle of May and, I'm very confident in our team, and I I think we're going to do great things. I can't wait to see it, especially, like, from the fall we had. But um, 
I still have the mentality of like play like your number one, train like your number two. So I, I'm not really like looking at it. Job not finished. Exactly. I mean, the first thing I told these these guys as a group once we got together and played nine holes at Springfield on Thursday, I was like, I talked about this target we had on our backs within our division because we've had such a within our conference because we've had such a good like history the last like decade or so. But now, like, it is, there is a huge target on our backs, like, throughout the whole Division Three NCAA, you know? And, and so, like, now, like, everybody's watching us, and, like, they're going to work just as hard as we are, you know? So it's, like, hammer down. 100%. You know? it's, like that, it's like that Kobe quote. It's like, you're not happy, you're up 2-0. He's like, job's not exactly. finished. Job finished? I don't think so. <laughs> no, that's sick, dude. Thank you. I'm really, I'm happy about it too. I was excited when I saw it. Yeah, I saw you post that, and uh, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, thank you. Always, always good seeing your name at the top. Um, that's great, man. Well, uh, I've been in Florida for the last two weeks, playing in qualifiers and. Um, <clears throat> I lived here, I've mentioned this before, but I lived here, uh, two, for two years after I graduated college and, you know, Jupiter, West Palm beach area is like one of the destinations to, to go chase it. You it know? is. It's, I would say, I would say the top two are, are South Florida, whether it's Jupiter, West Palm, anywhere Southeast Florida and, uh, like Scottsdale, Arizona. Those are. I don't really know. What do you think a third is? Like, like Sea Island? It's turning into like Jacksonville. It used to be Orlando. And, and Orlando still is kind of like a destination. There's a few like. It's true. Jupiter's like the destination in Florida for like training golf. Let me, and golf. Let me stop you. Let me stop you right there. So it's not anymore. It's I've thought I was. Like every time I feel like every time I'm here, I'm like looking at like apartments.com and seeing like, you know, like, oh, I wonder what prices are, especially after COVID and everyone like moved down here. And then uh, I actually played golf with Spencer Mellon yesterday and we were, we were kind of talking about it and he was like, dude, this is not the place to come anymore if you're not at least on cor- the Corn Ferry Tour because remember when I was a member at Iron Horse, ever bring yeah, it out there? Yeah, we played there plenty of times. Yeah, so when I was a member there, it was $7,500 for the year, no cart fees, and then all you had to do is spend like $130 in the restaurant, which is easy because you're there every day. It's a hundred grand to join there now. Stop. hundred grand to join For you there. or not? And yeah, for you and I. There's like no more pro deal. Um, the only, uh, I think there's like two courses down here that have like corn fairy deals. So like if you're on the corn fairy tour it's like i forget what the price was but every public golf course even like the shitty ones that i would go to that were like cheap are like a hundred bucks to play at least and then like north palm beach country club 24 dollars for a bucket of 100 balls that's where i used to go you know like just and they're always on mats it's it's unbelievable how 
how everything. I mean, you know, people just love golf now, and, uh, and the, yesterday the prices are just going skyrocketing for everything. I was looking at a studio apartment in West Palm on apartments dot com eighteen hundred dollars. That's LA prices, and not to mention, I was playing in a minor league event, and one guy was asking me about living in LA. I was like, "Oh, dude, I love it. You know, like it's tough to leave there." You know, weather's good all year round, especially, but recently it's been kind of raining apparently, but he was like, oh yeah, but I just can't like the traffic, man. Like it's crazy out there. I've been stuck in traffic every day I've been here. Like the traffic, it is so crowded here. I was at a public, I was just like this random public driving range uh, called John Prince Learning Center. And when I used to live here, that was like one of my go-to spots. Was that the lighted range? Yeah, Yeah. we went there too. I, I recall. Yeah. And uh is like when I lived here it's usually like it wasn't dead but like it you know there's like probably 10 people in the range, one or two people on the putting chipping green. On no, on Friday I was I went there to practice. It was pretty crowded and then you know I kind of get done with my uh ball striking and chipping. I wanted to go putt. There's probably 35 people on the putting green. Like, not even kidding. It was absolutely insane. And I've never had to wait to putt before, but South Florida is so crowded, dude. Like, every round I've played, even uh, I played with um, the other day, I played with uh, a few people that I actually went through, like, TikTok. And, like, we went out one, one place professionally, the other one is an influencer. And we went out to play atlantis country club i think we've played yeah, there before played there together. as well that's like one of my go-to spots man and it took us like three hours to play nine holes like it it is so crowded here it's insane and like you know i always think about like if i was to move anywhere again it'd probably be back to back to like west palm jupiter area but i like my dues are cheaper in in la uh it's relatively the same price for I, I think I think I'm paying cheaper rent in LA, like where I'm at now. And it's so crowded here. And then like then the, like, you know, the guy who was saying he can't handle the traffic in LA was like, Well in the summer, like there's no traffic. I'm like, Well in the summer no one wants to fucking be here. You it's can you can practice like at seven AM in the morning and then you can practice at about four seven four to ten in the afternoon. Five to nine yeah, and then like, and it rains every day at two o'clock for like thirty minutes, and, and it's just you know like anytime you walk outside, even right now it's it's been hot, like it's been like eighty five with like one hundred percent humidity, you're just like dripping sweat, you know, and uh, like I, I have like nine golf gloves in my bag because I have to keep switching them out, and um, but I, this area is so. You know, it's like golf. Like everything around here is golf, but it's so crowded, dude. It's it's crazy. Like the COVID shit's real. I can't believe you said thirty-five people on the putting green. How many holes were there? I'm not kidding. Five. That's like a PGA Literally, tour. You, can, it, you could like it, the the green's not that big. Like it, like people were putting at tees. People were, you know, just like putting on the green, like just fucking around. And I'm, I was just sitting there. I was just like, 
Is do I leave? Like do I go somewhere else? It's crazy. Where can you go? I waited. I waited twenty. Uh, I mean, so like that place is like known for like just practicing. So like I could have just gone to like a golf course where everyone's just like ready to play. You know, like I could have gone. I could have gone to Atlantis, but their putting green's not that great. Um, I could have gone to like, Atlantic National, and, but their their facilities aren't that great. But it's it's crowded down here, man. It it is wild. Like I was here last year, and I didn't. I didn't uh, think it was that that bad, but like golf prices are are insane. Like I think it's like a hundred and seventy five dollars to play Abacoa. Like it, it's it's insane, dude. Mm-hmm. I can't believe it. Like L L A right now, like I pay, I, like I I pay nothing compared to what I'd be paying out here. Yeah, it's crazy to think so, about. I know prices have definitely gone up. Um, there was just so much being built up when I was on my way out of Florida as well too. And like yeah. in West Florida, like West coast where I was. Well, Naples is the same way, man. It's so crowded. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I just, it's, it's wild. Like, yeah, I can't, I can't even believe it. And yeah, but me and, me and Spencer played a practice round yesterday and the first nine holes we played in like an hour. And I, I looked at him, I'm like, dude, I haven't played a round of golf like this where I haven't been waiting on every, sh- like, at least on one shot a hole in years. Do you guys play, like, first first thing in the morning or something, or what? 11.40. Really? Anyone in front of you? Yeah. Nobody, or? No, we caught someone when we got to, like, 14. And then we, then we waited a little bit. Then it felt like a normal round of golf. <laughs> and where was the, where was the practice round? I'm sorry, did you say it already? Uh, no, it's called Banyan Creek. It's in Palm City. Yeah, I've heard of that. That's for the... Um, right, ne- r- right next to Martin Downs. Is that for the Puerto Rico qualifier? Or... That's for... No, the Corn Ferry Chili one. Good golf... Honestly, like I was like... Usually, so like Florida golf courses are either like good or like really stupid. This is a really good golf course. Like it was. I'm pretty sure they have the Monday like qualifier right now for the Honda. Or they have. Daniel, I think, made they, it through there. I mean, maybe. I don't know. But Palm City is like kind of by support. I think it's Port St. Lucie. It's like the same yeah. area. It's, Na- it's Naples at the east. Everyone's over 70 years old. Uh, it, it's not as crowded but in 15 years it's going to be overrun florida's booming dude it's insane and when we talked about uh florida has the most golf courses they need them yeah they need more they need them they fucking need more dude it's insane dude iron horse is 100 grand to join that course it's okay it's nice it was yeah it's fine apparently they redid did a lot of it but yeah, they bring like, on designer. I think you may have mentioned that in the past, or maybe I saw it in like an article. You probably did, but like hundred grand, dude. It's just crazy because like I always think this is such a convenient spot, and then I was talking to the, the guys that 
run minor league and they said that a lot of courses won't let them back because they're good they're they're full capacity yeah and like they have a whole new lineup of courses like i was I, it's wild dude and then and plus like pace of play in a tournament is never isn't is ever great so like there was like a three group back backup on this par five that we played at but like damn this is it's sad dude because Florida's like uh I always I always thought like man if I lived in Florida like playing professionally would be a lot easier just because you could live I could live close to the golf course and the, the, you know there's a minor league tour there but I, I mean I have an Asher tour which yes I have to drive at least an hour and a half to the tournaments and probably get a hotel but I also have the bow tour which is basically like the minor league tour so I don't know it Professional golf's weird, man. Tell me about Scottsdale. What about I mean, I've been out there a handful of times. Not recently. I, I know many people who have gone over there and wintered there or lived there. Um, but from your experience, like, tell me about it because you're closer. Yeah, I mean, I... And not a huge fan of Scottsdale purely because of the weather. Um, summers, you must, it's, I, I was telling this uh, to someone, but like, because you know, always people are like, oh, it's 110, but dry heat. That's a lie, dude. I got a story for you. 110 to 110. Okay. <clears throat> uh, but yeah, so like a difference between like 95 and like 100% humidity, you're outside, you're sweating, you feel like you're getting tanned, but when you're in 110 in dry heat, it feels like your skin is boiling off of you. It's it's insane. If you haven't experienced it, I was in I was in Phoenix for two weeks in May last year, and anytime I walked outside, you just feel like you walked straight into an oven. If you take a deep breath, you're like, <gasps> you know, everything. You always have to have water on. It's it's insane. But uh, Scottsdale is really good for golf. Um, the season isn't that long because it does get cold there and it does get really hot there, but they have that, they had the outlaw tour, which is now Asher, but they still have all the same tournaments. I'm pretty sure they have another smaller, uh, mini tour out there as well. I'm not exactly sure what it's called, but they have a bunch of state opens. Um, they have a lot of deals. I think those deals are kind of going away slowly because more and more people are moving out there, just exactly like Jupiter. Like there was a lot of pro deals in Jupiter when I first moved out there, and um, like the TPC thing for like Corn Ferry or like Latin America, Canada guys. I think some of that's starting to go away as well, and it's just really crowded. Um, it's it's dude, the golf destinations are going to be changing to less populated places because. Many tours can't survive if, if like all this is happening. So it, it's just uh, it, it's it's a tough it's tough right now. COVID kind of screwed all that up, and I, I know grow the game, whatever. But I think we're done. I've said that before, but we're done growing the game. It's it's actually ridiculous. So I agree with you. There's probably going to be more more people just kind of like staying where they are staying put i mean dorn does it i know a lot of or guys did dorn go down? Yeah, i know a lot of guys
doesn't. I, I can't keep up with Dorn. I know he's been back and forth between Jacksonville and Cincinnati. I think he's living in Cincinnati, though. He's in Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah Cincinnati. Yeah. Um, A lot of guys are doing that. I though. mean, I'm in Springfield. You know? Yeah. I mean, my golf course is five minutes down the road, a mile and a half away. Yeah, and I mean, I can't really, like, play it too often season time without, like, it, like peacefully or, like, on my own. I can, but I have to go out, like, early, I mean, I'd say. Um, but, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I have a pretty good setup here. <laughs> from a personal standpoint but uh yeah to me like i was thinking about that when you were talking like jack nicholas jack nicholas he stayed um in columbus for most of his professional career and he won seven 18 majors no 17 or 18 18, 18. i think i don't know who cares yeah so anyways um that's what I have to say about that. I mean, <laughs> yeah. It's, what's your uh, opinion on it? Like, do you or is your mindset changing? Like, do you think it's possible to? To Texas is also a, a place we didn't really mention, but that's turning into some place that people go a lot of times. But um, it is, yeah. It's starting. It's starting to come up, especially with the APT yeah. tour. Do you see that as something that, uh, um, like more? more pros will do like stay stay kind of where they are whether it's ohio 100%. colorado I mean, well they, they don't they won't have a choice because how expensive everything is and people rent because they can't afford to buy and when it's too expensive to rent it's like it, it's insane and and like a lot of these guys who are you know grow up and their parents live in florida arizona california texas they're going to have a big advantage just because they have the connections to golf courses where they grew up. It's just how we talked about how I could probably call any golf course up in Cincinnati and probably get on tomorrow. But just to have that, to have that like in your back pocket and to be able to not pay rent anywhere, that's insane. And I think a route people are going to start taking is living at home as long as possible then maybe go find an Airbnb and, you know, spend an extra $500 for a month because you didn't have to sign a lease for a year. And that might, you know, I don't know, man, it's, uh, there's going to be new spots and new like hot spots for golf popping up here soon. And I think Texas is going to be one Nashville uh, comes to mind, Atlanta. Yeah, but Nashville's I don't think Nashville's south enough. Atlanta might be. Um Savannah. Valdosta. I mean, anywhere in Georgia, yeah. But like the, I think I think some of the smaller towns in Florida are going to get bigger for with golf. And then once until Florida's overrun by people, you know, it's just going to keep And happening. then it's going to fall off of the continental United States, like, just like they say, California. Like I, I'm sure California and Florida. I'm sure, I'm sure places like Vero Beach will get like a lot of golfers. You know, like, it's not like it's not like a huge destination, not like Fort Lauderdale or West Palm, but it's you know it's something. 
anyway, yeah, it's just kind of crazy. Just I, I do love the area. Um, there's golf everywhere, but everywhere's so crowded. So who knows, man? Like I always thought that I'd want to move back here at some point, but I'm not looking good now. Also, I found out Alex Pop opened his own gym. Really? Did you hear about that? Good yeah. for him. Yeah, man, I played with someone who knew him pretty well, and he said that he left Joey D and uh, opened his own gym. I haven't had time to hit him up, but maybe next time I'm down here, I'll, I'll hit him up. But he, and he just had a kid, so good for him. Alex Pop was uh, me and Dave's trainer when we were down here in Florida. Great the dude. Man. Smart guy. Yeah. And uh, opened his own gym. I don't know what it's called. Can't plug it, so. We'll plug it in. Alex Pop, look him up. Coach Pop on P-A-U-P, not P-O-P. P-A-U-P. Yeah. yeah, anyway, I thought that was kind of cool to hear. But anyway, we're going to... I guess since we're talking about Jupiter, that was a big highlight from this new Netflix series, Full Swing. So I, I wrote down a lot of notes, and... Uh, I want you to go first because mine, I go pretty hard in the paint. Cool. Well, I'll uh, throw up a soft lob for you to slam it down then. So, <laughs> I liked it. I thought that it showed, like, the elite professional golfers' lifestyle and, like, what they're living and, like, all the different kinds of lives that are going – that are going on on the PGA Tour, like Tony Finau. I mean, he's a man of balance, and, I mean, he traveled with his family, um, big family man. And, uh, I mean, you have someone like Matt Fitzpatrick, who I don't think he's got a girlfriend or any, or a partner or anything like that. But, um, yeah, so... <laughs> You want me to go first? <laughs> yeah, uh, sure. Let's see what you got to say. I, 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 I shit okay. It, it kind of in order of uh, the episodes. So they start off with the, the JT uh, Jordan Speed thing, which I feel like everyone's kind of heard that story before. And I think it's a very popular story to, to begin with. And two guys that have been at the peak of their powers in every, uh, every level that they've played at, they've yeah. won. So nothing new there. We've heard, we heard the stories. We know their teammates and we know they play against each other. We know they vacation together. One Jordan Spieth lives in Texas. Justin Thomas lives in Jupiter. Same old story. Mm. Fine. Right. Um, good little every warm up. story. Yeah, it was a good. It was a good warm up. I wasn't a big fan of full swing. I thought it was a lot of things we've already heard and a lot of things we already knew except for a few spots that were like behind the scenes. But in every story, in every single, every single episode, everyone was like, well, the ups and downs, the ups and downs in golf, the ups and downs in this. Like, everyone has ups and downs. Even the best players have ups and downs. Very repetitive. Every story was basically the same. If you just close your eyes and you mask the voices, I felt like every story was basically They just wanted you to connect in different ways. They wanted someone to like connect, like resonate with you. I agree. I agree. But you could get more footage. Yeah. 
Um, let's see. Uh, a lot of the live golf stuff in the P first PGA. That was like one of my biggest takeaways. It felt like a a piece for the PGA uh, tour for the for the PGA yeah. tour, and Rory McIlroy is the most petty bitch of all time. Like he's in the locker room talking shit about Phil. He won't let this. He like won't let this live golf thing go. Only because of like this like money thing. I pulled up this uh, this article on ProGolfWeekly.com talking about all the sponsors that do business with Saudi Arabia: FedEx, BMW, Coca Cola. Uh, Mastercard, AT and T, Charles Schwab, Genesis—all these, all these places do business with Saudi Arabia. So, if they're getting Saudi money, why is it bad that these live guys are getting Saudi mm -hmm. money? So, also, Roy wears Nike golf shoes. There's sweatshops in China. We all know this. Don't pick and choose what's good and what's bad. It's all bad, man. If you're gonna if you're gonna nitpick and talk shit about something, your sponsor paid you two hundred fifty million dollars ten years ago. That's what shops, and you you rep it like it it's it's this great company. Moving on. <laughs> um, a lot of the, so the Tony you brought up the Tony Finau thing, a man of balance. Yes, he is, and. The whole time they're like, "Why isn't he better? Why isn't he better?" Golf's fucking hard, man. Number one, they were basically the whole first half of that episode with Tony Finau. They were basically f like blaming him being a family man for not. Oh, hundred percent. And then, and then, and then he goes to the fucking British Open without his family, and then they're saying that him without his family there, he might not be playing as well. What are we doing? Pick one. I just like some of this stuff was just for me as as a professional golfer. It feels it felt very forced. Like it, it felt very forced of like trying to find like interesting stories because golfers aren't that interesting, man. Like they just go to the golf course, go home to their family. Like they live very normal lives. You know who they? You know who they One, should follow? People like us that actually like have to do other shit. You know. Fall. How about how about follow follow a guy like Eric Cole who came in second in the Honda who turned pro at two that in two thousand nine, and this is his first year in the PGA Tour. Follow a guy like that, man. That'd be so much more interesting than this shit. I played with Eric a bunch when I first moved down here, in minor in minor league events, and I remember when he was like twenty nine when I first played with him, and I was like, oh damn, you're old. No, you're not. <laughs> I was I was like I was like twenty I was like twenty three. Yeah, it's. And then he comes and uh, that I watched the last three holes of that tournament. Most golf I've watched all year. I didn't watch any of the Genesis with Tiger. I was just like, damn, dude, this is pretty sick. Some guy, like t even even Christian Kirk hasn't won in eight years. Like just stuff like that, man. Like it's it's a lot more interesting than showing a bunch of millionaires complain about their golf. That was an awesome playoff too. Like for the one hole it was. Yeah. The fact that like Kirk had to lay up, and then I didn't see the drives. I was upstairs doing something i don't know um came back down kirk laid up 
and then Cole went for it, hit it, hit it, had like a little too much adrenaline, went for it in the bunker, or came up long in the bunker, and then he had a tough up and down, and he lift out the putt, and Kirk stuck it to a foot and tapped in. So that was like an awesome playoff, I thought. Yeah, that wedge shot was nasty. Um, I was kind of bummed I wanted Eric to win. Me too. But... I was pulling for him. Um, I don't know. I just have a bunch of like little stuff, but like, like back to the, like the live thing and like journalists and other pros, like judging all these guys to make more money and play less golf. Like, the DJ said it best. Like, how how can you fault someone for wanting to spend more time with their family so they could work less and get paid more? Not one person in this world would take that. <laughs> yeah. Right. And, it's insane. It's literally insane. I, I I just don't get it, man. And like all this, like morally correct, like you have journalists. Yeah, them like, asking that question. Like, like, like what, what was that question? It was like the, um, the dude from fucking Russia. Yeah. Um, it was like if Putin had a, a league, they're like, we're like, dude, we're just here to play golf, man. <laughs> like, it's like, dude, hey, man, chill. That what a what a stupid fucking question. Like, I don't know, man. Like you have like the NFL that allows like all these people have gotten like real trouble to come back and play, and like these golfers are just taking some money, a shit ton of money, to play a game they love, and maybe some of them are at the back half of their career. But I don't know. There's also like Thomas Peters didn't get invited to uh, the Genesis, and he's ranked 34th in the world. And he's like, yo, I would love to play there, but like, why didn't I get the invite? Like that's insane, mm-hmm. dude. And so he went to live. So fuck it, man. I'm, is that uh, why he went? Because I saw his name on the leaderboard. No, he, he said he he said uh, he got like, I don't think he got a good offer at the beginning, but then they gave him a good offer or something like that. But but like all these, I'm going on this live thing because that's basically what it's been about. But every sport, literally every sport is not pay to play. It's here's your salary. And then there's incentives, and golf's the only one where you can spend five grand for the week and lose five grand. Like it's, it's gambling. You know, like some, you know. Well, yeah, like the reporters and all these people who are saying like that's not golf. Like golf, you earn your money. It's like, dude, no. Like, why can't it change? Like, why traditions fucking bullshit? Like a lot of traditions are bullshit. And a tradition where you don't get paid at all until, you know, you, you make the cut. Like, that's – I don't know. I, I just don't I just don't agree with, like, a lot of these takes. Um, yeah. I mean, like, a lot of the later episodes were kind of boring. I thought the Brooks episode was my favorite just because it was very relatable. Like, him, his wife was, like, trying to pick outfits for their wedding, and he's just sitting there like – just thinking about my fucking broken golf swing. <laughs> so, I like that. And that's your boy. That's Bruce. your boy. <laughs> you look just, just like him. Him. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. I don't know. What, what else are you thinking? There's like a lot of, I didn't know like a, a lot of the guys who were, uh, the people that were interviewing, like, why is Sean Foley in there? Like, why Sean Foley? Huge Netflix guy. A coach. Is he? Yeah, he's huge Netflix guy. I'm just messing around. Um, No, I don't. 
I don't know why he was in it. Probably because he was Tiger Woods' swing coach at one point. And they could put that in there for some credibility. There was like, there was like no mention. I mean, there's like a Tiger popped up barely in this. And I mean, he he probably wanted nothing to do. I mean, he wasn't really playing when they filmed. He's this. a private guy too. Yeah, but I don't know. And then Brandel Chambly is probably the the most annoying person of all time. I was just having a talk with a friend of mine, a good friend of mine about this, and he's like, we were talking about it, and he's like, I hate Brandel Chambly with a passion, so it's just, it's like nails on a chalkboard listening to him talk. And oh, it's, it's horrible. Yeah. It's Mr. Mr. fucking, uh, Mr. Morality over here. He's just, I don't know, anytime I see, like, his tweet, like, a tweet pop up that, like, I don't even follow him, it just pops up, but. I'm like, oh, he said that? What a stupid thing to say. He said he said something on Twitter. I think I think it was about Liv, but he was also he's also always been like a big a big uh tiger. Yeah, hater. he called Tiger a cheater back in the day and like there was a huge debacle about that. And you know, I mean Tiger asked for his job. He was like, I want him fired. Golf channel's about to do it too if he didn't apologize, I'm pretty sure. Continue, sorry. I just, uh, I'm trying to find this tweet, but he said something so stupid, but. So my take on the, on the whole thing was like, it's a great way to get more people into golf. Like there's a point in time where I wanted to watch, I was, I was pretty, yeah, Genesis was last week, right? And then this week was the Honda. So I'm pretty sure watching the Genesis on Saturday. I uh, I recall myself like thinking like man like it'd be really nice to watch like the next episode of Full Swing right now when there's like a back nine left to play you know um, so it kind of entertained me a little bit it is entertaining I just felt like a lot of the stuff was stuff we already kind of yeah. knew except for like some of the, some of the personalities like, yeah I feel like everyone knows Tony Finau is a big family guy. And, I mean, we just found out, like, Matt Fitzpatrick is just, like, a big golf nerd. Yeah. But, like, I, I don't I don't know. I, I, I felt like it was a lot of political answers. Like, yeah, I go out and practice, and golf's hard, and there's a lot of ups and downs. It's very hard to win a tournament. I feel like it's just, like, a lot of stuff we already know, but I also feel like they picked guys – who are at like the top of the world rankings, and I would have loved to have I seen think they Ricky Fowler. Mix that. I'll tell you that right now. I thought we were going to see Ricky yeah. Fowler, and I was a little disappointed that he only like had a few chime-ins. But yeah, and they had like Ricky Fowler world rank like one forty-five. I'm like, oh, they did him so. I I just wanted to see them like show like the struggle of someone on the bubble because like last year, like that's what, that's what I mean though. That's what I mean. You you pick these guys who. Or top fifty in the world. Why don't you get like the hundred and fiftieth guy, who's like struggling to keep his car? Yeah, agreed. That's that's where I feel like they they kind of like, that's where they lost me because I'm like, oh, they're just they're getting the up and comer. They're getting, you know, they're getting DJ Brooks, Rory, Justin Thomas, like just the usual people you see. They probably had to do that for, um, 
attraction and marketing, you know. I get that, but then also like bring the guys who are like the guys who've been out there for fifteen years struggling to get a car. Like a guy like Jim yeah. Herman. Not exactly Jim Herman, but a guy around well, that area. Bring in Jim Herman. I mean, I hope they have like the next season is a little different and they maybe highlight maybe a handful of like guys um that are at the top and then like the rest, like Jim Herman or someone else, like Ricky Fowler. Because like dude, like I I just can't believe like they even had like a Michelob Ultra commercial that promoted full swing and Ricky Fowler was in it. Yeah. I'm I'm trying to figure out how full swing did on Netflix because if it didn't do that well, then there's probably not gonna be another one. Yeah, man. Show I, us Cornberry, uh, you know. Show us a Cornberry guy. That's or, or every level, like get like a Canada Latin Cornberry PGA. Yeah. Cool. Give us a reason to try out Asian for the Canadian corn. tour again. <laughs> yeah, I'm still. I still haven't gotten in uh, the qualifier. What's your number? Well, I got into one, but I couldn't do it. It it conflicted with these next two tournaments. Um, is that the mission in one? Yeah. You don't want to get a mission in? <sighs> no, I don't. So what'd you do? Did you just say throw my name back in the order? Yeah, so I'm back to like one. Oh my god. Yeah, I was just, I don't, I don't know. I, it's so weird how they do it. Like you either say yes or you get thrown right in the back I, I don't I don't even know where to look for fucking ratings dude but I don't know how I don't really know how full swing did but I know a lot of golfers out here did not watch it and had no uh, intention really? to watch it and the only reason I only reason I watched it is so we can talk about it on here no kidding Honestly. I wouldn't I wouldn't have watched it if we didn't do this podcast. I had it was infuriating to me, dude. It was like, it's the reason I don't wa- watch golf. Like, I watched that broadcast last night or yesterday, and I was like, this is, I have to mute it. Like, this is horrible. Like, the way they talk on, on these broadcasts is just not how Oh, yeah, is. talking about heart rates and all this bullshit. I'm just like, no one's thinking about that. And then when Eric had that shot in the bunker in the playoff, the announcer's like, that's a lot of sand to go over. I'm like, he's not thinking about that. This is an easy shot, man. Not easy, but like, he's a professional. Yeah. You're thinking about that because you're a 15 handicap. If you're a professional, you're not thinking about the sand you have to go over. It's like a part of three with over water. It's like, you're just going to hit the number. You're not thinking about the water. If you hit it in the water... It's because you made a horrible golf swing. It's not because you were thinking about the water or the, the sand. Like, he hit – Eric hit his to what, like 12 feet? That's a good shot with water behind. Like, that's intimidating. Like, it's a playoff, you know, for your first PGA Tour mm-hmm. win. That was and, an awesome shot. Like, Awesome putt, yeah, too. I right. thought it was I going mean, in. Yeah. Um, but, like, that's a tough, that's a tough shot because the, the way the green – slopes and 
I don't know, but like when he, when he was trying to say that's a lot of sand to go over, I'm like, oh, dude, this is brutal. It, it's obviously catered to to like the the average or like you know casual golf golfer. Who no. thinks nothing but negative shit? I just he was like they might play, he might play it ten feet out right and leave himself like a twenty footer to play it safe. I'm like this guy is an idiot. And then like he sets up. And I'm like, he's aiming at the flag. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, I think he's going at it. I don't know, dude. It's just anytime I watch golf, it's, I just want to turn it off. But then, you know, like, I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I guess I don't watch enough. Do you still watch golf a lot or no? I'm starting to watch more. Why is that? It's cold. Nothing to do on the weekends. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. I just saw it was close, and Eric's one of the best ball shakers I've ever seen. He's got a good move, good swing. Yeah, like he, I when I played with him in a minor league event, he hit eighteen greens and shot seventy five. Damn. He got the, he got that putter under wraps now. Yeah. No, he's – I was just like, damn, this guy hits it good. I think I hit, like, three greens and shot seven. Speaking four. of him, he wore joggers, like, the whole weekend. Do you rock joggers still? Yeah, cuts his joggers. Just curious. Yeah, he's he's sponsored by the, the Primo. Oh, nice. Yeah, they make good shit. They make good golf stuff. But, yeah, cuts joggers, man. They're dope. I saw a few guys out here wearing them. I mean, I've been wearing shorts out here because it's way too hot to wear pants. But if I if I wore pants and put on a glove, like, it'd be game over. I have to wear a rain glove. And I brought three new gloves here, and when I get back to LA, I'm gonna have to buy new ones. I've had the same glove all winter. <laughs> you. Dorn does the same shit, man. His hands don't sweat. My hands sweat so much. Well, it's my crazy. thing is too, like I'm hitting, I'm not hitting like as many golf balls as I usually do. But also, like if I do, like if and when I do hit golf balls, like I'm not like beating them where my hands sweat. It's like I hit ten, then I like take a break, and then I hit ten more, and then I like take another like five minute, ten minute break. So, like. That's how it's like going for me these days. Okay. Well, I hit like 200 golf balls, so I'm switching gloves every 10 minutes. Yeah, I don't blame you. But uh, but to wrap this up, final thoughts on full swing. I said. My rating would be. B plus. Yeah, I know yours is going to be lower. Let's hear it. Mine's C. C. Just, I wasn't entertained, dude. I even texted Sonny. I'm like, this is infuriating me because it's not, no one thinks Yeah, it's not the life that we're actually living. Like, that's the 1%. No. But, you know, hey, show the 1%. That's the less than 1%. Top 50 players, like, I... I understand they showed 
some of the guys that bl- like blowing tournaments, but I like that they showed yeah, Mito, Mito Pereira. Yeah, but he's an up and comer. Yeah. I didn't re- I didn't know like, that. It, it's it's not a it's not a thirty two year old guy on on the Latin America tour. It's it's a guy who's like young and just joined Live. Like he was good enough to join Live. If you get asked to join Live, you were either top ten previously. Or you're a young guy who's probably could have been top ten in five years. Like it, it's all those guys got offers for live basically, and half of them took it. My favorite part was Brooks again, just because it's relatable, man. Like it, it, it's when you feel like you lose it, you feel like you'll never get it back. But then once you get it back, you're like, damn, thank God I stuck with this. But um, there was just like a few, I don't know. I give it a C cause I was just kind of bored. Like all the stories were the same. Uh, I mean, if you love golf and people love golf more than I do, but I don't know, but can we get rid of the people who yell, get in the hole or the Baba Booey thing? Like, can we just kick them out every time they say that? Yeah. Like every shot they were showing, someone's yelling, get in the hole. It blows my mind up how much people love golf sometimes. But DJ was real. I love that. Like, I feel like Brooks and DJ were just like, hey, man, like, here's here's how it is. I'm going to tell you how it is. I'm not going to be a spokesman for either tour. I'm just going to tell you my decision and why. So I know we kind of jumped all over the place there, but I watched it. So did Netflix. They jumped all over the place too. So they also got a few things yeah, wrong. Yeah, also like, like in their like I noticed like Springfield Country Club for the U.S. Open map when they were highlighting Joel Damon, like was in Pennsylvania. It's supposed to be in Ohio with Kinsale and Brookside and those courses, but hey, I'm no critic. That was the most controversial thing you said. I love it, but I thought it was going to be a lot. Well, they, I mean, they did, like, they were sloppy. Like, they could have, it was cool they went in order, but um, it was cool they, like, went out, like, followed each person and, like, kind of followed their journey, like, in their own order. But, like, it really didn't show, like, the, like, the, the FedEx Cup race and all of that. And it's just like, oh, Roy McIlroy wins the FedEx Cup. At the end, no. It, it seemed it seemed rushed, and it seemed like they didn't have enough stuff to make it interesting. Mm-hmm. Like it, it felt it felt kind of like I said, it was kind of boring. It was. Uh, I, I I mean, they didn't touch on any of the Brooks and Bryson stuff. Like that was like one of the most interesting stories, even though it was all fake. They didn't touch. They didn't really talk about Tiger that much, but except everyone was just in awe of him, which of course everyone is. But I don't know, man. Uh, if you love golf, you'll probably like it. But if you're someone like me or Dave, I guess someone like me because you gave I love plus, golf. You probably won't. I was being. I love. I love golf. I too, live golf with an A. Oh my god. (laughs) 
you're a guy like me, I was being nice and I gave it a C. I was just bored. The one thing I the the thing I will agree with though is the family shit. It's tough, man. You can't be it's like where me and you are at especially, you can't be settling down. I mean shit, they did, they did half an episode on how Tony Finau's family's holding him back from winning majors. Like I couldn't believe they were saying that. Couldn't believe it. Like they were tr- searching for shit. I don't, I don't know. That that part that part was kind of infuriating and then every every two players that they kind of like put together in the episode were like polar opposites. So yeah. Scheffler and Brooks. Yeah. For sure. Wait, Scheffler wasn't really highlighted. I mean, he was in the Brooks episode, but not nearly as much as Brooks was. Yeah. I, I felt like we didn't see enough of Scheffler because he was, like, hot during that. Like, he was, like, he went, like, nine times. Nah, he won, like, four or five times last year. Uh, well, I felt like every time I got an update on the PGA Tour, he won. He won match play, Arnold Palmer, Waste Management, and um, Masters, and then I think he won another time later in the year. So he won five times. Yeah, he has five, yeah, five wins. Mm-hmm. All right, well, four, four wins in a major. Wow. That's good. That's unreal. That's unreal. Not, not many people have done that. Yeah. He's, he had a really good season. He won player of the year, I think, right? Oh, yeah. That's tough not to give that award out to him. That's a award of that. And uh, I would say I'd watch it, watch it again and watch it next season. I'd watch it purely because we're <laughs> Would you have watched it if we weren't going to talk about it? No. I only watched because Sonny told us to watch it. Shout out there. But we need, we, need to get, we need to get Sonny on here. Okay. Sonny, when you hear this, reach out to us. Contact our people. Police. Yeah, but uh, I don't know, man. I'm also a hater, so take what, what I'm saying with a grain of salt. So I just don't like the golf world. You like stirring the pot just as much as the media does. No, I just tell how it is, man. Shit's not that interesting. It's, it's boring. <laughs> Life sucks, then you die, right? What's that? <laughs> Life sucks, then you die, right? No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying make shit interesting. You know, it's like some of the stories like pulling teeth. Like we don't need to see all of Matt Fitzpatrick's fucking yardage books from 15 years. I thought that was really useful. I got I got a really good tip out of Matt Fitzpatrick. What's that? Practicing with even numbered irons on. 
even numbered days at odd numbered iron and on odd numbered days. Oh How is that a practice tip? That's just that's just an OC. It's a great way to like keep like conserve your golf clubs. Hundred percent. Yeah, you change it every time. I go I go nine and six iron, then I go eight. I'm a creature iron. of habit. Yeah, I mean I'll do like eight five iron. I'll warm up with an eight iron and a five iron for sure. Some days I'll go three, six, nine, but yeah, I mean, I don't really like touch a few clubs and I'm just going to do that for now on even numbers, even days, odd numbers, odd days. Thanks, Matt. Oh my God, dude. <laughs> All right, well, I'm glad that was your big takeaway. Any other big takeaways from guys? Ricky Fowler doesn't talk in third person. Neither does David Wetterick. He doesn't. Wait, was Ricky Fowler talking in third person? It's from the commercial, like, since that was, like, his biggest highlight in it. I said Ricky Fowler doesn't talk in third person because he did talk in third person. And then I just talked in third person saying that David Wetterick doesn't talk in third person, but... Anyways, see, this is this is why it's a C because I'm asking you what you learned and you gave me the two. <laughs> okay, I, I was just joking there. Let me let me think <laughs> about that for a second. Another thing I learned, um, I haven't watched it in like a week, so give me a second. Well, yeah, not exactly. Uh most rewatchable. I mean, I was entertained by all of them. That's not what I'm asking. Colin Morikawa was was cool. Kind of like seeing like the Tiger Generations. <laughs> like the young Tiger Generations. Um... It's it's nothing I didn't know already though I, I guess. Exactly, exactly. I mean, everyone top ten players I in the world the have least top ten players in the world have yachts and really nice houses and cool shit in their houses and really good setups for their practices and their resources and and yeah they hang out with each other and like talk to like all the other like top ten players in the world. You're really grasping at straws here. That's one thing. No, that's something I didn't, like, I already knew that, though. You didn't know millionaires had nice houses and boats? Oh, my God, no. It's awesome. <laughs> it's so cool. I didn't know DJ spent all his time on a boat. Oh, yeah. I tell you what, man, I didn't know. I knew all of it, and I, I literally don't follow golf. I will say this. I was playing – this is a quick story. I was playing a public golf course down here, and I was playing these two guys, and they were asking me uh, about playing professional golf. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm down here for the Hyundai qualifier and a bunch of other qualifiers. And before that, he asked me, he was like, do you see how weak the field of the Honda is? I don't watch golf, so I'm like, oh, no. Like, I, I didn't I didn't see it. And then he goes, then after I told him I was trying to qualify for the Honda, he goes, how do you not know who the, who's in the field if you're trying to qualify? 
this is what I mean about how you need mm-hmm. to get guys there who aren't on the top because we don't give a fuck who's in the qualifier. We just have to shoot. Yeah, 64. we want to be in it just as bad as the like, field's it, not weak either. It's just not a lot this, of names. This is what I. This is what I mean. You think? You think? I mean, Rory's probably looking at the 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 lineup because he's a weird guy. But you think Max Homa? It's like, oh, I wonder who's playing in the Honda this week, even though he didn't play. No. No one cares. They just need to go shoot 20 mm-hmm. under. But this is what I mean about, like, if you're going to teach people professional golf and the ins and outs of professional golf, that's like something like we don't watch tape. We just study the golf course. We're playing against ourselves. We're not playing against other people. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, that has – yes, on, on Sunday that has some – like you might have to be like, oh, I might have to go for this pin here because I'm one back, or I might have to play conservative here because I'm I'm two shots up. But that's about it. You know, it doesn't matter who's behind you or who's in front of you. But I don't know. That just I felt like that was kind of a it's something you should have touched on, man. And we I keep saying this, you keep saying this, but they need to have guys at every level. From we can go mini tour, we can go. Latin Canada, we go Corn Fair, we go Asia Tour, we go PGA Tour and Live Tour, but you, you can't just have ten of the same guys. They're all the same guys. So anyway, I'm with you. Watch full swing if you want, man. I don't care. You'll be bored, or you <laughs> so, won't. Yeah, Dave, Dave likes it. Anyway, man, uh, we can we can be done after that. I'm tired of talking about it, complaining. I'm a hater. Well, that's what it is. No sweat. Thanks again for everyone for sticking sticking around and listening to us rant and rave. Um, Listen to me rant and rave. <laughs> like, share, subscribe, and follow. Uh, at Traveling Athlete Pod on YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok. Follow me at Mike Wolf Golf on Instagram and TikTok, and Dreamcatcher Golf Co. at Instagram. And David Wetterick. And David Wetterick on Instagram. Oh, Dream Dreamcatcher Dreamcatcher Golf Co. on YouTube as well too. Um, spell my last name or my handle. Yeah. Uh, D A V I D. W E No, I spell that. <laughs> Last name spelled W E T T E R I C H. Alright, perfect. And uh just review and like and share. Help us out, you know. Buy some Dreamcatcher stuff. If you like cut stuff, fifty percent off using code Mike Wolf Golf. And uh Alright, that's all the plugs we're gonna do. Alright, Dave. Thanks for listening, y'all. All the best. Till next time. Peace. Oh, shit. We got to do it again, dude. Let the lens cap out.